The world around us is changing rapidly, and your job as a fundraiser or nonprofit marketer is evolving with it. We're Pursuant. We're built by fundraisers for fundraisers, and we've been in your shoes. So we want to bring you tips and tools that you can use to meet you where you are in your current reality and help you go beyond to where you really want to go. You're tuned in to a Pursuant listening experience. Hey, friends and fundraising. This is Taylor Shanklin with Pursuant. Really excited to bring this listening experience today to help you go beyond in your digital media efforts. I sat down and had a great chat with Tina Lee, who leads our digital solutions here at Pursuant. And we talked about the ins and outs of what's changing in the digital landscape and got Tina's best recommendations on where to be focused first and foremost when it comes to digital media. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Tina, how's it going? How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Really excited to chat about uh, a topic that I know you are very well versed on and and in the weeds on every single day and, and something that's also near and dear to my heart as a marketer, and that is digital media. So let's kick it off. Will you just sort of give us, Tina, a brief description of like how you define digital media and what it is that you like about working in digital media? Yeah, sure. So digital media is a, a form of marketing uh, which uses the internet to deliver like promotional messages to users. Um, sometimes it's called online advertising, digital advertising, or web advertising. Um, and it includes like, you know, search engine marketing ads, uh, social media, and other display, other forms of display advertising. Um, what I love most about it is how flexible and fluid it is. You know, if something isn't working, you can just change it on the fly and, and then it gets pushed out. Or um, just seeing the data in real time, how people are interacting with the ad that you're presenting them. And that's always a good gauge for marketers in general, um, just to see how people feel about the, the creative piece or the mission that we're, we're communicating to them. And it helps us, in, you know, learn from it and apply it to other campaigns, whether it's online or offline. Um, so it's always a channel we'd like to test in just to see uh, how people are reacting to what we put out there for them. Love it. So, okay, I've got a question. Um, since you mentioned it's, it's the channel to test in, I totally agree and like that point. Do you then see organizations you're working with take what they learned from the test in digital and then apply that into print? Does that happen? Sometimes it does. Um, anytime we serve up ads, there is an opportunity for people to give us some feedback. So, uh, for example, if you see an ad on Facebook, you know, you have the ability to comment on it. And in some cases, we'll take a look at and read on those comments. Depending on the call to action, we'll take a look at what people are saying. And like sometimes it's, hey, share your story about X. And instead of people clicking through to the landing page to share that story, they'll actually add that story in the comment section. 
and we'll see people it, taking it off from that way. Um, and then, and then we'll read those stories and maybe it's something that's pretty compelling and awesome. And so we'll t- reach out to that donor or that constituent and maybe we do a profile for them in, in our direct mail letter, um, showcasing the impact of this organization had on this individual. Um, so that's ha- happened in the past. So digital media is a good place for like story collection, but engagement in general, not just, you know, on, with your fans and followers, but anybody else we are looking to target. Um, it could be new people, it could be people who are not aware of the mission and like came across this ad and like, oh my gosh, this is great. I didn't know this existed. Um, so it's always fun to see how uh, people respond. I love that. I love that you said engagement and I love that um, uh, you giving that example of this as um, a way to sort of almost like listen to your audience, listen to your fans and supporters mm-hmm. and, and then take that and, and wrap that into, into what you're doing to show the impact. All right. So a lot of organizations might be thinking, okay, we've got a lot on our plate, right? Fundraisers and and marketers at nonprofit organizations are often wearing a lot of hats. Um, You're in the weeds on this every day. If you had to choose one or two platforms right now that you are finding really interesting and really effective that also kind of give people a good bang for their buck, what would you recommend people using or or looking into for digital media? I would recommend Facebook because the data there, it's just light years beyond any other platform, um, especially if you look at Google and Twitter. Um, And the neat thing about Facebook is it's not just Facebook social media. You can actually tap into Instagram or even their, their own display network. So you'll see those ads pop up on apps sometimes. And in some cases, those are actually served by Facebook. I think some people think that it might be served on Google or some other ad platform, but Google has their own audience network that you can um, tap into. And, and on top of all of that, it's all backed by a lot of data collection that they've gathered from profiles of individuals and behavior, um, people you know, liking specific pages, TV shows. We've run campaigns in the past for clients where we'll target people who actually watch certain TV shows because we find that the topic that they highlight resonates with the audience that we're trying to target. Um, and that's something that it's hard to find in any other platform that I've come across. Um, so if you had to invest, you know, in one platform, it should be Facebook. And there's just so much to go from there. Um, and, you know, at Pursuant, we're more than willing to help any organization, you know, go through that and set up the campaigns that they need to target the right people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, Facebook, I think it's still, um, it's a platform where everyone still is um, and it's inexpensive attention, you know, mm-hmm. compared to some of the other ad platforms. You can run more on Facebook for the the budget that you have to put into it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that tip. The yeah. other thing I would say is that Facebook 
the audience there is probably older. So if you're looking to target someone on the younger side, um, Instagram is the way to go. And with Instagram, you can do it through the feed um, or you can even do it through the stories, which a lot of younger um, users will utilize and interact with because it's the, their version of Snapchat, which is, if you look at the user base of Snapchat, it's mostly millennials or Gen Zs. So this could be a good stepping stone of bridging that gap between generations. You know, some of our organizations struggle with reaching out with um, a younger generation. And this is one way of doing it is getting your feet wet a little bit in Instagram and seeing how people are responding that way. And, um, and it could be that it's different creative or different tone that you need to, you know, set up and, and that's okay, but it's all in under one platform. It's still Facebook. So it's like almost like a one-stop shop for you. Yeah. Love that. Great point about being able to look at different audiences on those two platforms, but being able to set things up sort of as a one-stop shop. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's a great point. And just like finding efficiency, if you are wearing a lot of hats and you're trying to get eyeballs and, and engagement. Um, so, okay, this actually segues into my next question for you really well. Um, I know some people are still saying, yeah, but Facebook, there's all these data privacy concerns. And I wanted to talk to you about, you know, kind of what we think are some of the next big changes coming. I know you and I were chatting a little bit before this and talking about data privacy concerns. What are your what are your thoughts there? What should people be thinking about or just keeping their eye on right now around yeah. changes coming in that realm? As far as data, data privacy, I mean, it's, we're still in the process right now and seeing the, the transition or the changes that just everyone is making with the um, GDPR rolling out. And then previously before that, in the email world, there was can spam. Um, you know, it's hard to say. We, we are seeing some impact in the fact that people are not as engaged and they're becoming more self-aware of these data privacy issues. But I think with Facebook implementing the changes and uh, checkpoints in place to prevent leak, you know, data leak or data breach in general, um, it's hard to say what that will look like until the dust has settled. So as far as like the next big thing, I think we'll wait to see how that gets um, addressed later on once everybody's, you know, done transitioning into this new phase of digital media. And I mean, if you think about digital media in general, it's relatively new. It's not, it's not um, something that has been around for a long time. And I think with Facebook being so big and how much data that flows into it, people are seeing opportunities there that you can utilize um, some of the the data points that they collect into creating messages that are relevant to people um, and then connecting them to brands and organizations that align with their core values. And and so I think over time, it'll be interesting to see how people react with all of these changes that are being implemented now. Um, but I can't say for sure if it's going to be a, a good thing or a bad thing yet. Yeah. It's, this whole digital media is still very much 
playing out. You know, I like mm-hmm. that you said it's, it's funny. It's like, I think to you and me, we've been in it for a while and it feels old, but it's really not when you look at the grand no. scheme of things yeah. and it really is it's a baby. And, yeah. um, you know, it's also something where we have to constantly adjust and shift because it changes so fast. Uh, that just staying, I think, tuned in and aware of what's changing is really uh, important. I think that what something that will be interesting to watch, I was in um, a virtual conference the other week and Mm -hmm. someone was giving a presentation about some statistics on social platforms and their counterpart messaging platforms. So like Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, things like that. Mm -hmm. And the data is showing that Messenger platform usage is beginning to exceed that of the actual social platform. So as an example, Facebook Messenger usage is gaining now over just Facebook, the platform, like the, the app. I think it'll be really interesting to see in digital media and through like you and I were talking about like Google assistant, like I've got a Google phone now and I've got Google assistant. Um, Mm -hmm. There will be changes that happen in digital media being served to people through messenger apps and and bots and and that sort of thing. So I think that's something to keep your eye on. If you're listening, Um, watch what's happening on messenger platforms. Yeah, it'll, you're right. It'll be interesting, especially if, you know, you and I are texting each other back and forth on Messenger. And and then I mentioned, oh my gosh, there's this cool brunch place. And all of a sudden there's an ad for it. Um, that would be interesting to see. But I, I think the, the reaction may be a little different. Um, but I do know that there are some bots out there that you can just, you know, text them and say, hey... Uh, send me information about this and they'll send you the website or recommendations based on user data and all that. But I don't think um, they've opened that up to advertisers or marketers to kind of pay to play to be on the top of the list just yet. But I think that'll be interesting to see as it plays out, like you mentioned, um, whether or not that's something that Facebook or Google is willing to open up. Um, I do know right now on Facebook Messenger, you can text organizations like nonprofit organizations and say, hey, how can I help? And a bot will be there to give you a response of like, you can volunteer or you can donate or you can attend these events, which is great. Um, I think some organizations need to start thinking about how to reach the younger generation on those apps because that they're, they're, they're a generation that isn't waiting for someone to come to them. They are reaching out and we need to be there when they're reaching out and we need to be able to tell them like, this is what you can do. um, And this is how you can do it. And this is when you can do it. And as much as we can, we want to be there because otherwise we're going to lose opportunities to engage, you know, people in, and involve them in the whole mission. So, I mean, We'll see. Yeah, love it. Hey, at some point, you know, I'll uh, I'll I'll brunch as well, and we'll we'll go brunch together. You know. Um. Yes. I'm excited. 
Cool. Well, hey, Tina, this has been great. Really uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk through this stuff. I think it's interesting to talk about regularly because it is always changing. So yeah. thanks so much for, for joining me on this Pursuant Listening Experience. Thanks for having me. Later. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in with us. Be sure to check out all of the latest and greatest Pursuant resources at Pursuant.com or drop us a line at info at Pursuant.com. <laughs>